0: Welcome, my friends, to Scribe Your River, the MTG Advice Podcast. I'm Riley. And I'm Dennis. And we're here to solve your problems. Dennis, we've got a show full of actual factual advice questions today. We've got some old favorites, some... We don't have new segments, actually. No, I was going to say we've got some new favorites. We don't have any new segments.
1: No, old favorites. It's a classic vintage Smart where people classic actually ed- asked for genuine yep. advice and we tried to help them
0: out. It's smart classic. Yes, exactly, which I'm which I'm, I'm loving. Can I tell you what I'm hating? What do you hate? So... Uh, I hope Mum never listens to this, right? Because Mum taught me very early on, n- basically never to admit to this. I got a pimple on my tongue. I you got have a,
1: a, what I would call a mouth <laughs> ulcer.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. Got, I got I got a lump. I got a little lump on my tongue, right? And Mum, when I was a kid, would always say, "Oh, it's you get one of them when you tell a lie."
1: That, I mean, I don't know how you don't have more, mate. That's not <laughs> like
0: so. Basically, what that taught me was like I, I can never ever. Say when I've got one, because then Mum will know that I've told a lie. It's like ah. it's like when Mum know. Like, so they
1: would get so much worse. She'd never buy you like a cream for it or anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I'd be
0: punished for for not telling the truth. Mum once proved to me. I remember this is one of the earliest memories I have actually. My my entire life. I would have been. I I guess, I guess three or four. Right. We're in the um. We're in the kitchen, in my old house, McLeod, and we were making Mum and I were making making cookies, making biscuits, right, and um. Uh, you know how you'd always try to sneak some of the dough? Uh-huh, right? of course. So mum was looking out the window. Cookie and I... dough only
1: worsened by the cooking process.
0: It is very true. And so she's looking out the window. And so I I put my hand into the bowl, mm-hmm. get a big scoop, out, and go to put it in my mouth. And mum goes, don't. And she wasn't looking at me. She was looking out the window. And I had no idea how she had busted me just as I picked it up, right? Eyes in the back of her head, mate. And then I said, I said, how did you do it? Like, I, and she told me, yeah, she's got, she got eyes in the back of her head. She can always see. And I just, I believe I, on, like, I was three or four years old. I believed that she had eyes in the back of her head that could see through her hair. And then when they closed, you couldn't see them because I would, yeah. I checked, I give her a head scratch and checked that they, if they were there. Um, years later, I obviously asked, like, how did you do it? And I still don't know. She wouldn't tell me. I, I, I suspect she was maybe looking at the reflection of the window. Yeah. Is it not obviously that? Or just knew that I would do it.
1: Try when she wasn't looking. Yeah, yeah. exactly. One of the did two. You, did you say that's one of your earliest memories? That's one
0: of my earliest memories. Do you know what my earliest memories was? Gone.
1: Back when you started that story because of how long it was.
0: Okay, mate. Very good. Thank you very much. That's uh, <laughs> very good. Anyway, um, yeah, this pimple on my tongue is, is is it's really. I'm just trying to think of what lie I've told recently. Like what big lie have I said. To, to welcome, get one
1: welcome friends in friends. In fact, they're yeah, actually welcome not welcome friends. to the podcast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> welcome, welcome, suckers to subscribe yeah, Oh, there it's you.
1: healing up already. <laughs> it disappears. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> now, Dennis, tell people why they're such suckers for listening to this podcast.
1: Well, we have a little bit of a unique advantage here, Riley. For the last little while, you and I have been pushing you box we buy. Channel mm-hmm. Fireball is amazing. Even, initiative. I've
0: even, I've done it You've myself. Done it. I've done it.
1: You just put your cards in a box. Mm-hmm. You send them to Channel Fireball. They will give you money for them. Like, uh, literally-
0: but Dennis, uh, I'm sorry, I don't know if you read the, the YouTube comments recently. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, But what if you don't like the offer that they give you? How much are you going to spend to for them to send it back to you?
1: They've thought of everything, Riley. It's free. Yeah, if you it's don't pretty like good. the offer, that was they'll a, ship them back to you free that was of charge. That
0: nice little dunkerino on that, on that YouTube buffoon. Oh, on.
1: I, lo- I, love, I love having the... Uh, the uh, dude, uh, they went back and edited their comment and said, edit, turns out it's free. That's oh, never okay. happened before. That's, that's never that's happened a, before on the that's, internet.
0: That's the first time that's ever happened. That's the first 100%. time ever, as a person, anyone has ever mailed a culpa on the internet. So congratulations to that person. I withdraw, you know what? I'll, I'll mayor a culpa as well and withdraw my buffoon comment. I withdraw it. I there withdraw it.
1: But the system really is, you know, step one, cards and box. Step two, send box. Step yeah. three, question mark. Step four, profit. That's it. Yeah. Like, it's and, straight oh, up. It, it actually totally is. Because the question mark, you don't have to worry about that. Uh-uh. The, qu- the question mark is not your problem. Channel Fireball does the sorting, the grading, the pricing, everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You get you when, get the cash. When I was boxing up some of the cards, I'm like, oh, I wonder how much this is worth. Ah do they do they even want wait, and then I was like, wait, I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want this card anymore. It's now Channel Fireball's problem. I, I don't I don't care how much this, you know, Hamlet back Goliath is worth. It's not my problem anymore. I don't want it.
1: And if you want to follow in Riley's footsteps and ship your own cards, you can have to slash UBox who buy. And at the end of the form, there's mm. a little thing saying, where did you ship it this? And you can put in SMAR. As mm, to let them mm, know we sent you. And Riley, you and I have a unique advantage in that yeah. I can get in on the back end and see yeah. who's used our and codes. And see,
0: he's actually done it, Denison. And, and uh,
1: we can thank people. Yeah. So yeah. thank you, genuinely, to yeah. Griffin, Jason, Joe, and Morgan, who all put in Smar as the place they heard about the UBox We Buy offer. Thanks really, thank so much. More than anything, does keep the lights on of the podcast. More than this anything is, else,
0: I think this is something that people don't really, you know, a lot of content. Oh, it really helps us out. Oh, I'll do this. It actually does. It makes us look amazing. Mm-hmm. It makes us look so much better that we are crushing it with this promotion, right? So they all and put in the
1: code Smar, and then of course Leonard just put in a friend as where you heard about, it, which I'm going to also take credit for. You know, we're pretty friendly guys. It's probably well, us well, was talking well, this about. The first
0: thing we say in the podcast, right? Welcome, my friends. Oh, that's true. Back. Let's come back. Oh, there it is. There it is. The There again. Ah. Ah. Oh, Okay. Um. No. But thank you to all those people. And if you want to get rid of your cards, if you want to get rid of your colourful cardboard. Make sure you told them we sent you because it makes us look like absolute superheroes.
1: Yeah. If you want to take your colourful paper and turn it into specifically just green paper, this is the way to do
0: it. Well, unless you live in Australia. You're getting very, very colourful. Have you seen Australian banknotes? Yeah. it Looks like Monopoly money, mate. Are you joking me? They look great. They're fantastic.
1: Mm, don't like them.
0: First country. I do. I their-
1: do like. I do like the plastic blend though. That's yeah? good.
0: Polymer. We're the first. We're the first nation on earth to have them. That's but good. yeah, if you haven't seen Australian banknotes, they are... I mean, I'm colorblind and I know that they are wild. We call our 50 the, a pineapple because it is bright, bright it's yellow. bright yellow, yeah. Bright yellow, yeah. Right, Arj the... um, okay. once came and visited Australia and he's like, yeah, so I can't believe how expensive it is to eat, like, eat out in restaurants, that sort of thing. I went and had like a, a, you know, a sandwich and a drink and I had to give someone a $20 note for it. Or maybe it was a piece of ham, I don't really know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> before we get into the real show, Riley, we got a little bit of a little happy announcement to make here. Yeah,
0: we've got to talk about this. I would say that we are the number one, we're the premier magic advice podcast. I don't think anyone is uh, is coming to that. But I would also say that we are probably the premier, the number one magic butthole podcast as well. I don't think I,
1: I would wager we talk about magic buttholes more than any other podcast. I don't think more it's than,
0: close. More than, probably more than any other podcast, full stop.
1: Uh, like probably per- also true, yeah. Well, yeah. There's there might probably, be some like some like gastrology podcast, yeah, might have or some
0: a speed. niche like uh, stage magic X. You know, I can't go too deep in this because it's a PG show, but you understand where mm-hmm. I'm getting at here, you know. And they, mm-hmm. maybe they do a lot of it, but we're definitely up there, definitely top ten. And so there's been a development, Dennis, in magic recently that we're finally really getting
1: the rep- t- representation our podcast deserves in the and that's yard. it,
0: that's it for the very first time. As far as I know, unless I've missed it, for the very first time, a butthole has been explicitly depicted on Com- a magic card.
1: Committed to cardboard,
0: like it is an actual, factual butthole on mm-hmm. a magic card that you can play in a Magic: The Gathering tournament, mm-hmm. and I couldn't be happier. I couldn't just, be happier.
1: This is the uh, dog secret layer ancient yeah. grudge with the pug growling at itself in the mirror.
0: Dennis, I don't think I've ever gone from being as disinterested to as interested in anything as swiftly as I will because I'm not into secret layers, right? I'm just not in, like are I'm you, just not.
1: Are you going to buy one? No, of course not. I, like I'm just
0: not, I, no. Like, let's 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 call a spade a spade. I'm not going to buy one, right? But I'm not. I'm not that into them. I think like I'm glad they exist for the people who want them. I don't want them. I, I'm quite happy with like plain non foil. Set symbol, whatever, right? Like, I don't mm. like pointing at my cards. And then when they announced secret layer dogs, I was even less interested because it's a convolution. It's, it's a confluence of two things I don't care about: secret Lairs and dogs. Because right, dogs- you can't
1: tell people you don't care about
0: dogs. Everybody I've already, I, I know, I've, but I've already burnt that bridge, man. People know that. A dog. Like, do- I just don't. care. I'm not going to get into it too deeply. You like, deep you like cats, though. Oh, cats are obviously cats are wonderful. Cats are wonderful beasts. Cats are. If there was a secret Lair cats, that might get me. Oh, there already was one, wasn't there? Yeah, I didn't like it very much. Yeah, all right. No. So you
1: can't, can't please some people.
0: Can't please some. Well, I'm just not. I don't think I could. I think they could. Honestly, like, like secret, secretly, like pizza and chips. Two of my favorite things on earth, and I still. Probably I bet you be buy
1: Secret Riley Night, though. Would you buy Secret Layer Knights?
0: Secret Layer Knights. I would say that if I were on, if my face were on one of those cards and that were the only way that I could get it, like I wasn't shipped once on the free ski for being on the actual card, then yes, I suppose I would, Dennis, such is, such is the level, such is my vanity that I would buy <laughs> secretly a Riley Nights. Anyway... I've never been, I've never gone from, having I thing uh, Secret Lair, not interested, Dogs, not interested, into actual, fuck butthole on a magic card? Oh, my goodness me. Immediately. I, I thought it was fantastic. So, um, no, I do think the Dog Secret Lair is actually, although the Rest in Peace one is a little on the nose, but the others, have, I, yeah, they're, they're cool. The, the Ancient Guard one more than makes up for the others. It, it, it's, it's so good. And, you know, I don't want to necessarily see Magic make a hard pivot to, like, butthole art in every set.
1: Mm-hmm. For a not a, not a, not an evergreen mechanic.
0: Not an evergreen mechanic, certainly not. It's a sometimes food. But um mm. <laughs> mm. I can hear
1: Juan clipping this to be the bit that goes on Twitter, oh. mate. I can hear oh, I'm so it.
0: So sorry i'm so sorry i didn't think that one through i didn't think that one through i've gone bright red i didn't think that one through i was just thinking like cookie monster reminding us that cookies are a sometimes, yeah, food. sometimes
1: food i only was un- not un- trying on- to implicate on the buttholes
0: are a sometimes food that's not what i'm trying to say here dennis where's the we gotta pull the, the ripcord hey, rip play we, the music we, into we the gotta questions. get out of here
1: <laughs> Dustin writes in, Rider With our first and only one this week, an LGS horror story. I can go gravelier than that. I think. An
0: Do LGS to... horror story. Yeah, an LGS horror story. That's really good. I yeah, love yeah. that. All right. Well, you're it You're now doing the LGS because my best is like LGS horror stories. It's no. very throaty. Like it's mm. it's quite. Um, It doesn't have the same meat on it, Dennis, as yours does.
1: Right, well, let's strap in for a meaty story from Dustin here, because he writes in and says, In the before times, I went to an event at a store I was not a local to. Okay, well, this is disqualified immediately. This is just GS horror story. (laughs) Get it out of here. Get it out of here. Oh, dude, very good. It was a disaster, Dustin says. The store was a complete mess. The store owner would open packs and throw the cards around the store. Wait, what the hell? So it was like a tornado hit the store. Is this like making Is he making it rain? Boosties? Is yeah, I don't know. Is? I don't
0: know what's going on with that.
1: There was barely enough room to walk around and generally a pretty bad environment to have gatherings at. But I had already driven a fair ways to get there, so I figured, look, I'll play the event. It can't be that bad, right?
0: Sunk cost so- fallacy, mate.
1: Mm. So I play the event and I make prizing. When I got to use the credit I won, I asked for two cards. One had just got reprinted and lowered in price due to being reprinted. I asked for the cards and I'm fairly certain I had enough credit, credit for both of them. And even if I didn't, I would have been fine paying the difference. Okay, very reasonable. He grabs me one and tells me I don't have the credit for the other. I, shocked, say it's only 10 bucks. And the last card he told me he sold me was 20 and I'd won $30 in credit. He proceeded to ask me if I knew this, the prices in his store better than he did. Whew. I was mm. taken aback and mm-hmm. like I guess not that's fair you charge what you want to charge and I then asked if I could see the cards he opened from reason set and he said no and he laughed and said he was joking and put the pile in front of me this guy's just weird man yeah, weird. This is such this is so antagonistic weird. store owner yeah. when I picked it up he asked what I was doing I put them back down he laughed and said he was joking again is he lamping this poor guy I have
0: no idea what the, I, I just don't even know how is this person how does this person make a, make a dime from anyone behaving he like this he does this
1: three more times I say screw it you can keep the $10 credit and I just yeah, walk out of the store as I was starting to realize who I was going to or to already had enough of this. It was one of the most off-putting experiences I've ever had at a local game store. Am I the enchanted anus for getting frustrated at someone, or was just trying to be funny, or is this just an LGS horror story? This
0: is it's just a person just, horror story. Yeah, it's just, it's a it's a person horror story that happened to have hap, happened to happen in a GS, wasn't it? Yeah, in a uh, GS. This is a thank, GS horror story. Thank, thankfully, it wasn't an LGS for you. I hope, I hope there's I hope there's a GS that has a little more L that you can go to that doesn't have. i going to be
1: one of those things where like he drove through the town to go to a game store, right? It's in, like a mm, rainstorm. Mm, it's windy, right? Yeah. And he comes back the next day, and it's an empty lot, and they're like, that building got demolished. Years yeah, ago. yeah exactly there hasn't been a game store there since the
0: 70s there was a tornado of magic cards that hit yeah. it 30 <laughs> years ago and it's never been seen since i don't i don't understand like i guess magic is a niche hobby and so there are certain like i guess you can get away with more stuff you know, it's like a bookstore whereas if you're into customers like right i'll just go to a different, a different bookstore, bookstore
1: called amazon.com
0: where you, or, or whatever you know Whereas with this, it's like, well, yeah, if it's your only GS, not never mind only LGS, like what are you? If it's do? Your only they place kinda
1: to play, they kind of got they kind yeah, of the over the barrel, corner. right? Now it's not the only place to buy cards. Any type of this great place called ChannelFireball if you want to mm. get cards and product, that's fine. But no, you're right they, they 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 definitely have more of a um more of a captive audience, let's say, especially in terms of paper events.
0: I want to ask a question though because you're, I mean you're a you're an employee of ChannelFireball.com. I'm I'm closely associated with them, but I don't have that the the knowledge of the inner workings of the company like you do mm-hmm. senior vice director of marketing sales or whatever Austra- you are australian outreach yeah that's why yeah. i talk to you all the time no, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're the influencer manager one not influencers manager just just one
1: that's literally just gabby's yeah oh yeah. Yeah, oh right i yeah, yeah gabby's the influencer manager i'm the individual i'm the riley manager, the riley manager <laughs>
0: exactly yeah um how what's the channel fiber policy when it comes to bullying customers do you have a robust and well thought out bullying policy like this? LGS seems to. We've got a, we've got a bullying five year plan that we try to
1: stick to, mm-hmm. and like I will I won't lie. Our last quarter, our bullying has fallen a little below. See, I've always thought to that
0: me. Channel 5 doesn't. Do a lot of bullying of customers. Certainly does a lot of bullying of many of its content creators. Content
1: creators, yes, absolutely. Speaking,
0: speaking from personal experience, there certainly is a lot of bullying of many of the people that, uh, you know, create content for it. I'm not naming names, not, not trying to point out anyone like myself or anyone else who may have been at the brunt end of that, but, um, Certainly, it does seem that CFP could probably lift its game when it comes. Well, to- Well, it
1: is it is an emerging strategy, and like mm. I, I like I, I can tell you, I will be I'm going to try and read up on it, and I wouldn't be surprised if you see some Facebook ads from China Fireball in the coming months that are like, "Hey, idiot, buy cars, you dumbo." Yeah, could be.
0: Could that, be that's not bad. Like at the moment, you're quite, quite positive. You know, um, uh, you know, U box we buy zero risk, zero hassle, whatever. How about hey, you you dumb you dumb galoot. You got all those cards. You don't want them. You want our money, don't you? Idiot. Mm-hmm. Idiot. That's, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. I feel like there's something in that. I, anyway.
1: I wonder if we could do the same thing that this guy did, where we're like, all right, your order is shipped. And you're like, great. And then you reply and send another emails to us and be like, "Ah, ha, no, it hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding.
0: It, Just it kidding. has. No, it has. It has. It has. Don't worry. It's coming. No, it hasn't. I ah! <laughs> got gotcha, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. All right. Well, you can take that back to your next marketing manager marketing meeting and uh, and let me know how it goes because that this sounds like a real winner. Mm. Sounds like a real winner.
1: Right. We've got a question here from Test Subject Six. Actual little, advice
0: questions now.
1: It's a little on the lengthier side. Mm. So if you're at home, this is a good time to pour a drink, sit down. If you need to go to the bathroom, I'd recommend doing it now. Mm-hmm. If you're driving, listen to this podcast. Pull over. Just slap on the hazards. Pull into the hard shoulder. Just yep. Sit there for a second. Soak it all up.
0: If you're in the middle of, you know, marching on Moscow in the winter, this question probably will still be going as you... As you arrive. No, I was going to say, as you run your ragged retreat back west. Back oh, Western, the whole way. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah.
1: Yeah, if Riley starts telling a story about his childhood baking cookies, this will probably right, still be going mate. on okay. by time. All right. That wasn't <laughs> that
0: long a story. Okay. All right. All right. All well, right. Well, Dear Dennis it, and go. Riley...
1: It was the best of times. It was the, no. <laughs> I did think about reading quite a lot of Tale of Two Cities to see how far I'd get. Uh, Dear Dennis and Riley, my play group has been together for a couple of years, and we play mostly Commander and some casual constructed. That's the same thing. You don't need to specify that Commander is casual constructed. All right, mate. That's not. That's not even. I mean, technically
0: true, but also I'm just, like just dunking. I'm just dunking
1: just, on Commander. That's just any, any yeah. opportunity. Any opportunity. It's
0: uh, good. You, you're getting, you're bullying, getting more, the bu- audience, more bullying. bullying the audience, bullying customers. That's good. Bullying's really good. Yeah, people love that. Uh,
1: for the most part, we're in the same stage of life and are ballers on a budget, love that, <laughs> when it comes That's to how much we spend on Magic. Recently, though, one of the guys in our group has had some advancements in his career and now has a lot more disposable income. I'm quite happy for him, and he's worked really hard to get where he is. However, it has also led to him spending significantly more on cards in order to amp up his decks. For context, the typical decks in our group have been around 50 bucks. That For a Commander deck, that is very budget.
0: Very good. That's pretty good, yeah.
1: At an estimate, his current decks are somewhere in the $500 range, which I realize is normal for some people, but it's way out of budget for those with other financial priorities, like eating and sleeping under a roof
0: and things like that, I would imagine. Yes, 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 yes.
1: To make matters more complicated, his wife, being supportive of his hobby and how hard he's worked, has bought some of his most expensive cards for him as
0: gifts. Nice.
1: This all might not be too big of a deal on his own, but the two decks that he brings to play Commander with are already a little frustrating to play against, even before he stacked them with money cards. One is a Skithrix Poison deck, whose main strategy is to form fast one or two hit knockouts, often killing players in our early multiplayer games, who then have to sit waiting for the game to finish so they could go on, and that could take an hour or more That's before the they can play again. That's the worst, yeah. The other is Teferi Temporal Archmage, oh, that runs here. all expensive mana rocks out and out wins here. by chaining together a large number of take extra turn spells. As powerful as the deck is, it doesn't finish quickly and can also leave the group sitting there while he takes turn after turn in order to get to a position where he can slowly lock us out of the game. I've tried to talk to him a couple times about his decks being rough to play against or specific expensive cards being overpowered compared to what everyone else runs. I've also suggested that he bring more than just two decks. <laughs> He's currently working on a Voltron deck with a Hexproof Commander. Wow. But I worry it will just lead to as many uninteracted games as before. I think your worries are very justified there. When talking with him, he seems to think that his decks and expensive cards are somewhat justified because he gets hard-focused on multiplayer games and doesn't get to win very much. Sounds like a self-fulfilling prophecy to me. Yeah, I think so. I personally think this view is distorted because when his strategies do get countered, his his decks tend to have nothing else going on and will have to sit through another hour of counter without any backup plan. All this is to say, I care about my friend a lot and don't want to damage our relationship. But how do I tell him his decks can be unfun and sometimes it feels like he's paying to win at our game nights? I actually don't think this this issue is exacerbated by the budget breaking. Mm. I don't think that's the core of the issue. He's not building a all foiled out, you know, Isamaru deck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He's building nightmarish decks to play like against decks
0: were already yeah, the decks were already obnoxious before they um
1: this guy was a jerk before he got rich is what it
0: sounds um, like well here's my question <laughs> are you sure that your friend here isn't a secret dennis are you sure Ooh. that your friend doesn't actually secretly hate commander and is playing the long con in order to get kicked out of the group
1: i love Bring- it I, here. I would suggest you guys just try drafting together instead, maybe instead of all this commander <laughs> nonsense. Because then everybody has an even footing. It doesn't matter how much money you've put in. What's he going to do? Bring extra fancy sleeves to the draft? Big deal. Play some limited together. The grand equalizer yeah, of all yeah. men. Blah 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 kings blah. Kings and peasants alike. Um, I-
0: <laughs> this sucks. It sucks. Yes, that this is actually a real problem in this, this position, and it it's does two suck problems. That the, I think though so. that the money is now an intensifier for it. Um, this reminds me of other problems that I've had when it when it has come to spending money on things. Um, and I can relate it back to an issue that, that's a, probably a little separate, but probably relatable for some people here, uh, food.
1: Oh, Good. yes. Riley does not like to spend money. I could end that sentence there, but specifically on fancy food. I don't food. like
0: spending money on fancy food. So, and
1: like, when, 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 listener, when I say fancy food, you need to lower your bar. And like, Riley, this, I don't mean this as a pejorative. No. Like when we were in Prague, I was like, Riley, I'll take you to dinner. My treat, Riley was like, cool, no problem. KFC baby.
0: KFC. And this KFC is and is like
1: right it was a free meal, right? It could have been like, let's go to a Wagyu steakhouse.
0: Yep. You just like I I've been to like Brazilian, your food I, better. I've been to Brazilian steakhouses and I left less satisfied than when I went, went and got like you know, that five dollar box thing from Taco Bell. hmm mm-hmm. So much better. Because that's honestly what I like. But there's almost this sort of judgment of not being on other people's levels when it comes to food. Like Italy? Like oh no, you've got to try this. Double roasted duck's ass, or whatever, you know. You've got to try, like whatever it is, and I'm just like, I have. No Riley, interest. you
1: eat you eat Taco Bell all the time. If you eat foie, foie gras, it's gonna blow
0: your mind. I just I and don't, every,
1: everybody wants to be the educator for you to be the yeah, one that shows I you.
0: I don't want to do it. I don't want to do like I was forced at one point, like at, at at you know social knife point, basically to eat. Is it sashimi? Just raw fish? Yeah. It was awful. It was awful, and I was gagging afterwards. And I was like, "Oh no, good on you! At least it was trying to laugh." And I was like, "You made me do something I didn't want to do, right?" Mm. And this, this—Mashi's, real- done this to you many times. I have to, I have to give credit to Mashi because he's backed off. Has he? He, he, he has never. You went,
1: you went and visited him since then. So what we're talking about here is we were in, I think it was in Seattle actually. Yeah, where, in Seattle. In the, yep. in the very same lobby that I was going to meet you at. By yes, the way,
0: <laughs> yes, the very same lobby you weren't. Where in. we were
1: going to order food, and you yep. were like, "Can we just get some like a, a burger? Can we get like McDonald's? Yep. Literally, can we Doordash like McDonald's?" And I was like, no, uh, no, I, really I, I, I,
0: I want to. I'm a little bit above McDonald's. I don't like McDonald's, but like whatever. I, you I, were like,
1: let's Doordash Wendy's. Yes." There you you go, wanted yeah. a Bacana tour or something? Yes,
0: I wanted a Bacana tour, Yeah,
1: and Masha's like, no, 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 this is a really good pizza place, and like, no, 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 this is a really good barbecue. We're gonna get like-
0: this, we're gonna get that, we got to go and get this bloody, you know, I don't know, kimchi salad, chicken. I'm like, I don't want that. I just want burger and chips. Like that's all I want, right? But people, but like you,
1: you don't, you don't even want the fancy burger and chips. No, that's the thing. I want people because this isn't like Riley doesn't like weird foods. Riley likes the crappier food better than the nicer version of the same.
0: Like, and and one of the reasons for that is. It's just cheaper, too. Like, it's just cheaper. And I've had multiple experiences of when it's like, oh, let's go out to dinner. And you're sort of held hostage by people who like spending money on food. And I'm, a looks- little, I'm a little bit like that. And it's fine. It's fine to be like that, right? But it's really uncomfortable and really awkward when you're not in that position where you don't want to spend money on, on something. And, and when there's this sort of like almost you feel like a social obligation to go along with something that you don't want to do. And this is this is it. It it reminds me of that a little bit because all the people who aren't spending big on these decks, you kind of feel almost a little bit ashamed Mm -hmm. that you're not in a position to go and you know spend fifty dollars on a stake or whatever. And so, I'm not saying that your friend is trying to shame you here. That's not the vibe I'm getting from this question. But I I recognize the vibe I get is that
1: his his friend is is flexing the not even flexing but. Enjoying the fruits of his yeah, labor, so. exactly. Just enjoying it, right? But and, I don't. I think I don't think he's being appropriately cognizant of the impact it's having on his exactly. friends. And this is different. Like this is different than like you and I. Like let's say I win the lottery or whatever, mm-hmm. and you drive a Ford Focus, and now I, I, I show up with a new Maserati because mm-hmm. we're not because we're not people, racing. We're not racing exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and this is the problem. Uh, the The feeling that I've had at restaurants, right, where I'm looking over the menu and I'm like. I've got to pay $20 for a For starter? a steak
1: I don't want.
0: like not Forget $20 for a steak. I've been to places where the cheapest like the cheapest main course like 35 bucks, And I'm like, I don't mm. want this. And then it's on a huge plate and it's a tiny amount of food. What's the point? What's the point, mate? Four, $4 at Wendy's. So much better, right? But I'm in this position where I don't want to speak up and be like the party pooper. And then when the bill comes at the end, you just feel so awkward. And I feel like this is the same kind of vibe here. It's like, well... Well, it's for you. For you in that case, it's
1: like I spent money that I didn't want to spend on something mm. that I wasn't. As, like, it's not even like it was like the same as a Wendy's, but it cost four times as much. It was you, you thought it was actively worse. Yes, and yeah. it was your whole experience was ruined because you couldn't stop thinking about that.
0: Yes, and so I think that I think there's a level of that running through this question here. It's like well, we've had a situation that's worked for us. We've always gone to this pizza place. We've always eaten at Wendy's. We've always done whatever else, and now. You've got a mate who's going. No, no, let's go to this steakhouse. Let's go and spend eighty dollars. And so I can't afford that. I don't want to do it. But you still have that awkwardness in, in not being able to really speak up against that because, in 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 the eyes of like wider society, they're not doing anything wrong. They want to go and eat nice food. They want to play good cards. They want to play mm-hmm. you know they want to play expensive decks. It's it's difficult. I guess the long and rather they want point to do I'm quote unquote here, better things than you. do. It's difficult to argue with what this person is doing because they have a right to enjoy the money that they have earned.
1: Now. That's all perfectly valid. I think the problem is this guy is choosing to build decks that are nightmares.
0: Okay, let's core. let's let's come back to that in just a second because okay. I I do think you need to have a conversation about the means of your group, and I think your friend. Well, it friend, sounds like
1: that's already happened.
0: You need you need to make it clear, I guess, then the severity of this issue is that, like, it. I think if your friend, like, it sounds like these people are quite close. Like, it's not this. Mm. This person is talking about, you know, they care the friend care about the friend. Your friend needs to open his eyes to the fact that he is harming the vibe of this group. And with nonsense like "oh, getting hard focus" that's a self fulfilling prophecy. The reason you're getting hard focus, mate, is because you, your deck costs ten times as much as you're as doing anyone things that
1: warrant hard focus, or right? beget hard focusing.
0: Bring even if you like if if cost like cost is a good equalizer for when it comes to power level. They're like that. And if you want to spend money money on decks. Fine, you know, go and get the bloody dog butthole secret or whatever. But the point is, you this person needs to be brought back into the fold of the fifty dollar commander decks, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're going to alienate themselves further. Now, we can get to what you wanted to talk about here the the fact that they're building kind of, you know unpleasant decks that's a separate issue because you can do that 50 quite easily mm. but i think the this the, the money situation is exacerbating and catalyzing the downfall of all the you know the, the the negative energy in this in this play group and it's it, are going to be dire consequences they're going to be dire consequences if, if well, you let's can't imagine, bring everyone back into the same stable
1: well, let's imagine for a second that the money question wasn't part of it and this question was just yep. my yeah, friend yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah, playing yeah. skithrix and he's playing um hex, the hex commander, the teamer one or whatever it is, the one uh, uh, I think it's ones. probably
0: gonna be the Jesko one It's probably gonna be Narset, but I well, yeah, well, who knows. there's
1: the giant that's like wandering through the mist that you put that gets rewarded when you put auras on it as well. What's that
0: called? Oh yes. Uh I know the one you're talking about. It's got like horns. The, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway,
1: um I think in that situation we would have said so let social justice be the be the king and eventually we'll stop playing with this guy.
0: Yeah, but I don't think that's I don't think that's advice that our um doesn't apply here. uh, Well, I don't think it's advice they also want to hear. I think Test test Object 6 also like, because it it sounds like this isn't like, oh, you know, should we even bother keep playing with this jerk? It's like, how do we fix this?
1: I mean, you can do the Peace of Protest version, which is when it stops being fun, you just all concede. You can. Congratulations, you won.
0: Congratulations, you won. Great job. Yeah. Like, if you... I've been in situations with Commander playgroups where we've had people bring really obnoxious decks, and we just we just give it to him. Just like, yep, cool, all right.
1: Yeah, but it's, it's a. It sounds like this is this guy only has these two decks.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's B, the thing. It sounds yeah. like
1: he's already talked about. it. And he's like, no, because you guys always target me, so I have to bring powerful decks. Like we target you because you bring powerful decks.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is and really also, tricky. I don't. I don't believe the always target. I mean, I complain about constantly being targeted just because it's a, it's a funny joke. But I don't actually think I get like, you know, hard targeted all the time. It's just it's no. a it's a funny thing to bring up. If you actually think that, then I, I look. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not privy to like exactly what's going on. I know that as soon as someone sits down with Teferi Tempor- Temporal Archmage across from me in Game of Commander, I'm not gonna have a good time. No. Nope. I know that. Like I'm, i I immediately settle in for like, oh, this is gonna suck. So I think your friend needs to I mean your friend's obviously hardworking, got a brain in their head, you know, they're earning money, whatever. So they should be able to open their eyes and see that they're doing something that is at best, like actively harmful to the to the vibe of this play group, and and hopefully can just I, look, pull their I've head out. I've talked a
1: lot about doing the villainous thing and being the arch enemy.
0: Uh, this isn't the way to do it, though.
1: Well, I actually, well, this is a fine way to do it. You can't do it all the time.
0: That's an, that's a good point. Yeah, people will it stop playing only two with you. decks. Like, I don't know. Yeah, this this sucks. It's it, the other thing is the conflation of the two issues as well. Um, you don't want to seem petty. You don't want to seem like you're jealous if your mm-hmm. if your friend's success. There are a lot of other factors that come. I into would it, try to so. take
1: money out of it. If he's building a five hundred dollar, you know Zedru deck, I think it's fine. You know what yeah. I mean?
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yep. 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 So it is. It, you think the issue is more about power level?
1: Yeah, and I think it's I think it's exacerbated. It's not about power. It's about intent, because those aren't the most powerful commander decks.
0: Sorry, that's what I mean. As in, like play style. It's or Like his the, yeah, his the, intent
1: is to crush, yes. not to have fun
0: yeah and that's and that's just you can't as, as as Dennis says, you you can't do that forever. So I guess try to nudge you you made into into maybe having having a, a uh, do you know what's very clear about this as well. This person knows who they are, and like there's no like, oh, my friend, random, vague descriptions. No, we know the exact commanders. We know the exact situation. like there's been a lot of detail here. So I don't think uh, Tessa sub- subject is is worried about this getting back to the friend. So here you go. Play this Play this to your friend. What's up? Hey, listen, congratulations. You got a great job. You got a cool wife, and you're crushing games of Commander. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. We're both we're both really impressed by that. Stop being a bit of a jerk, man. Can't Stop be doing playing it. those
1: kinds of decks. It's not good, not sustainable, not fun for everybody. Fun not for you, fun for everybody for a little bit, to have you be, the, you be hard-talking and be the bad guy, mm-hmm. but can't be playing, can't be building decks just to crush people. Commander's a collaborative experience by having fun for the most yeah. part.
0: Yeah, you got to go do that. Channel Five minute deck texts. They're like there are nearly fifty of them. Go and find one you like the look of.
1: Channel Spend- Pre-order Zendikar booster box. Draft. <laughs> Get out of the commander. <laughs> Open your eyes, sheeple. <laughs> all
0: right, Dennis. We've got another advice question here. This one comes to us from Grag Smash, and it's actually not an MTG question, or it's a very, it's a nerdy question though. It's, it's in yeah, the it's sphere. It's in the sphere. It's in the, related, yeah. In the realm of video games and all that other nerdy nonsense. It Comes from Grag Smash, who says, <clears throat> "My teenager recently started streaming. Cool." The other night, I'd made dinner and messaged him to let him know. Kids these days, getting bloody text messages to come to dinner. What's going on, Dennis? What's going on? What's wrong with the? What's wrong with her? Riley! <sighs> ah, the world has changed. 25 minutes later, I went to his room and insisted that he go and eat dinner. He did not handle it smoothly. He said out loud to his stream, Apparently, I'm being told I have to go and eat dinner right now and can't wait. I'll be back in a little bit, I guess. And when they asked off for interrupting his stream, he'd been going close to four hours at this point.
1: You're definitely not NASA for interrupting the stream. You're his parent.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, okay, it's two things here.
0: It's are you gonna cool. say the thing? Are you gonna say the thing? Are you gonna say the thing you said before the the, the stream? I mean, you kind of have to now. I don't remember what I said. You said about about when kids get in trouble.
1: Oh yeah yeah. yeah. I get. Uh, he's a teenager, so I don't feel it. Okay. But I, when I see other kids get in trouble, like if I see, what M- do you mean I'm other like- kids, Dennis? You're like twenty seven. Sorry, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I meant aside from (laughs) I guess my kids, I don't have kids though. Anyway, um, when I see kids get in trouble, like if I'm in the supermarket and I see a mom yelling at her like six-year-old, yeah. um, I get so sad. I'm like, that kid's yeah. having such a bad day. It bodes yeah. very poorly for my parenting skills, by the way. Nikki's really upset about it. She's like, you're going to be so soft on the kids. Yeah, I yeah, oh, know, you It's such will. a problem. Yeah, but anyway, I yeah, this doesn't do it for me though because the kid's old enough to open OBS studio, so it's, it's uh, fine. Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah but that, that, and that's, that's the test. Of when that's you, the your test. childhood is over as, as far as Dennis is concerned when but you can open you, OBS.
1: It's very cool that, I mean, you're a parent that listens to our podcast. That's very mm-hmm. cool. And very cool. you're, you're aware enough that, you know, your kid streams and you obviously like know enough about it to, to be like, he's been going for four hours. Here's the thing. Pure, uh, p- pure parenting advice here. If dinner's ready and he's not down 15, in 15 minutes, dinner's yep. going to the bin. Yeah. Or wow. better yet, din- dinner's going in dad's belly. I'll eat it. No oh, problem. Hello. No, no, <laughs> I mean,
0: So I think it's like my parents used to do that if you don't eat it now, it's breakfast tomorrow.
1: Ooh, that's pretty good.
0: Yeah, it's, I hated it. <laughs> I hated it because there's nothing worse than being, you know, served a slice of cold pumpkin that's been in the fridge all night for your breakfast the next morning. It was disgusting enough when it was on my plate for dinner. Um, there was some, it's an interesting discussion about this on the discord that came from some actual factual parents as well who are much more, much better equipped to deal with this. And they were talking about like one of the really important things in a situation like this is, is setting and managing expectations. Mm-hmm. Is dinner at the same time every night? Mm-hmm. If it is, they've got no excuse. They know. Dinner's at 7.30. They need to be ready for that, right? It's a family thing or it's just a time whatever. thing, whatever, right? right? If dinner is at a different time each week, each night, they need to get a lead up to it. Like, they need to be told, dinner's at 6.30 tonight, right? And then they've really got no excuse. I I don't – I mean, I've worked with kids in the past. As a teacher, it's much easier because there isn't as much wriggle room for kids. You're the teacher. Like, they don't get too – like, you can argue against a parent. You can't really argue against a teacher. So, like, what what you say kind of goes. But I think this is a situation where, like, I don't, like, you just need to, yeah, you just need to be firm and fair. And I don't, like, you can't be arbitrary about it. You can't just be like, oh no, you missed dinner because I didn't tell you about it or whatever. But like, giving, yeah, giving them half an hour to, to deal with this situation. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I I mean, don't think, I, think, I unreasonable. think, as is
1: often, as is often the case in the podcast, the self awareness required to put down your thoughts and realize that you need it. That like you think this is something that warrants advice or like a, a gut check and whether or not you're mm, an asshole mm, mm, mm. is more than enough to than, than to get you to get you to the situation. The fact that you've exhibited this caring this much about your son's stream, yeah, and what maybe I am being a dick. I think you're, yeah, I think you're fine. Talk to him about it. Also, he's a teenager. Yeah, he's gonna be angsty and annoyed and crappy, basically, no matter what. I was a teenager. You were a teenager, Riley. You're no, still largely no, a teenager. No,
0: I never was actually. I hatched out of an egg at the age of twenty-one.
1: Wow, twenty-five years ago! Oh my God, that's congratulations.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate, settle down. Um, let's okay. Dennis, mm. hypothetical advice question. Mm. I was streaming Minecraft, and my dad came in and yelled at me to come and have dinner. right when I was in the middle of a challenge, I couldn't. I had to shut down the entire server because it was timed, and it doesn't even that that matter that much. I wasn't hungry and could have eaten later. Why is my dad such a prick?
1: Your dad doesn't understand, and you need to try and talk to him about it. And you need to ask when dinner's going to be and try and plan around it.
0: Like, if that's a question that's going to come to us from a teenager and just say, like, what, how do I, how do I deal with my parents like breathing down my neck when it comes to this sort of thing? Also, teenager, there's a very big difference between this person being 13 and 18. And ni- or 19. <laughs> or yeah. 19, exactly, yeah. Um, I imagine they're probably on the, I, I would guess – if I had to guess between those two, I'd guess closer to 13 than 19. I guess
1: there's – I would guess there's 16 or 17.
0: Six, yeah, 16 17 seems reasonable. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe – Which you'll maybe notice is closer to 19 than it is to 13. Maybe, well, no, 16 isn't. 16, <laughs> so 16, 16 is running um I think that, like, the way this is discussed is – so the way this is solved is with a discussion. The way mm. this is solved is with a good-faith discussion by both parts. And that means that, you know, as a parent, you have to be careful not to step on your kid's toes too much and not to... Mate, angulate. when you
1: were 16, were you ready to have good-faith discussions with your parents about boundaries this and is dinner what I was just about.
0: This is what I was just about to get to, right? As a parent, you need to, you, need to, you know, do all the things that probably, by the sound of a Greg Smash, already does because uh-huh. they sound like a pretty cool, pretty cool parent. But as a teenager... Here you go. Once again, play this to the teenager. Yo, kid, what's up? Hope you're... Doing kickflips and dabbing Bu- and bottle buying you know, those V Bucks. What, what, what's big with kids these days? Hope you've hope you've whipped your nane recently, kiddo, Ugh. because no, that's ah. not good. Woof, okay. Well I don't know. I don't know what's cool anymore, Dennis. I'm thirty one years old. Anyway, listen up, kid. Can I give you some advice? And look, I'm just an idiot on the internet, and I know what I'm talking about. But go with the flow my dude, go with the current and you'll find it a lot easier. Your dad is obviously pretty cool. Greg Smash, obviously pretty cool, right? Dealing with the situation in a way that your parents do not have to. You're sitting there playing video games. Why are you out in the fresh air kicking footballs around? No, they're they're, they're giving you the room to do that sort of thing and you're actually quite lucky to have that. So work within the system, my dude. Mm -hmm. Go and have the dinner. Go and have your dinner when they ask, right? Before it escalates to the point where they're saying, hey, we're concerned about how much time you spend. No, don't get to that. Don't get to that point. Don't get to that point. Go along with like... Choose your battles carefully. This is not a battle that's worth fighting. Right? Go and have your dinner when you called for it. It's going to be much easier for you in the long run. All right? It's 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 silly to put your foot down over something like this when there are much This is not, worse the, hill, this is not the hill to die on. No. Imagine if your dad came in and said, "Hey, listen, you are no longer allowed to whip your nay Imagine if I, or, they said or, that. Or I'm unplugging the router. I mean, yeah, that's the real thing, right? You don't you don't want to go the nuclear option. So mm-hmm. choose your battles. Try to be reasonable. You're a bag of hormones. You're, I mean, you're you, know being, the, you know, you know, the kid doesn't listen to the podcast, right? And no, I but this is what I'm that. saying. I'm I'm telling Grag Smash to, to to look as as relatable youths, you and me, right? You, me you, in my you, 30s, you looking like a 50 kids. year old? Can't
1: can, can't be like, hey, listen, you don't know how
0: good you have it. I could be weighed like. What do you mean, Dennis? That's exactly what I'm trying to say to this kid. That's exactly what I'm trying to say to this kid. That this kid is lucky to have a parent that cares in this. I way agree, so- but
1: Grag Smash can't come in with that angle.
0: What? Absolutely, Greg Smash can. No, I'm way. not saying Greg Smash said. It. I'm saying I'm saying it on behalf of them. My, my th- parents th- have no idea about video games, right? But the kid can't hear you. I don't understand. <laughs> that's why I'm saying that Greg Smash needs to give this podcast to the kid.
1: Okay, we're doing that's, another play for the kid segment. That's okay, what that's I just fun. said before. That's why God. I started
0: talking about whipping Nene, so I could establish my credentials. Is my bona fides why I'm down with this? I understand. This is me with my cap backwards and my. Hello, fellow kids! Music Rock band. band, music band T-shirt on, saying hello, fellow kids. Gotcha, and if there's gotcha, nothing gotcha. more convincing than that, Dennis, gotcha, listen, gotcha, gotcha. kid. I've mined more than a fair few crafts in my day. Actually, you know what? You owe, you owe me. Listen here, kiddo. You owe me a fair bit of respect because I played Minecraft in alpha. All right. So you need to listen to what I say. No, I'm not going to take that angle. That never works. <laughs> that never works. Listen. You got it real good. You got it real good. Don't don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. Go with the flow. Fight the battles that matter. And um, and just remember that it's, it's real. this is the probably, you're so sick of hearing this. It's so annoying. It's so frustrating to learn that your parents are right about way more stuff. Oh, it's crazy. It's awful. It's and it happens so... overnight
1: when you're like 21. You're oh, like, it's ah. so awful.
0: It's so awful. Dennis, Phil, there's a Mark Twain th- quote I need to get.
1: Um, oh i wish i'd left i wish i'd left uh home when i was
0: 14 i knew everything then or whatever no it's like um uh okay here it is when i was a boy 14 my father was so ignorant i could hardly stand to have the old man around but when i got to 21 i was astonished at how much the old man had learned in seven years Mm, mm, mm. and that's i mean that was happening 150 200 years ago right Mm -hmm. you got no chance anyway listen to your dad he cares about you all right next one let's go
1: Corell writes in here, right with a much simpler question, but still, a, this is a borderline power move, actually. I don't think it deserves the power cord that goes with the power move, but it's not a borderline quite. power move. Corell mm-hmm. writes in and says, if I make a deal to not attack someone with my team or Sabretooth next turn, but then I mutate Eluna on it and put Eluna on top of the pile, can I ethically attack the person with the Eluna, since I only promise not to attack them with the team or
0: Sabretooth? Ah, You're old old in the clear, the law. baby. Uh, the letter of the law, spirit of the law. Um, well, no, actually, the, I think the I think the question is ethically. Now oh, ethically no. No, ethically no, you cannot do this thing. You cannot Poli- do this politi- thing and
1: politically yes.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. They they didn't they didn't examine the the treaty. Didn't read, didn't didn't the fine print. Didn't read the fine print. You have swindled them. Congratulations. Uh and you deserve that six damage uh, that 100%. you're going gonna, you're gonna to you're going to live with them. 100%. Are you ethically in the right? Eh. Mm. Mm. Loose. <laughs> Loose. <laughs> You know, I think you're gonna need a very a very skilled defense lawyer to get yourself through that one. Actually no, you're not. You're not. Because The lawyer's fine. The yeah. lawyer's fine. Yes. I mean
1: yes. it's like St. Peter's the problem in this, part, <laughs> in this in this scenario.
0: You get up and you're trying to talk your way into bloody Valhalla, right? And yeah, they're if like, they, if they're wearing, if they're wearing your heart against
1: the feather, it's looking a little dicey. If exactly. Seth's there, ugh, I don't love it. <laughs> <laughs> don't love the odds, um, Corell.
0: <laughs> I, I do I really enjoy this, um, the wheeling and dealing at the, not just in command, but in, in any situation where you can get people with, by the way that you like phrase something. And if they're not, oh, yeah, like if, if they don't think it through or they just go, they just sign off on a deal that
1: they're not. We call that getting leak wide.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, that's, uh, see, he, no, I didn't even get to that stage with him. He just hammered me with so much like over the top, um, Verbal diarrhea. Yeah, but he, I didn't just, he blasted you. He, sound he just blasted, blasted brain, me. He didn't big. actually. He didn't get me to agree. Like, I, I guess, the, uh, Dennis. So many people ask: Is there footage of this? I believe there is. It's somewhere, right? I believe there is. Okay, well, Dennis going to look for it now. But um, we're talking about the, the infamous showdown between me and Josh Lee that happened at Command Fest last year. It was, it was, it was brutal. Um, I've looked for it, I, it
1: before and I couldn't find it easily. But, but I believe I, I it think is somewhere on the YouTube channel.
0: I think Corel, this is a... It's a trick worth doing. But bear in mind, you're probably going to get away with it once. Because the next time you try to do this, they're going to be like, yes, the team of Sabertooth or any creature that it mutates into or transforms into or flips into or polymorphs or whatever, right? So... You know what? Make hay while the sun shines, but I reckon that the, I, I don't think you're going to be able to um, pull the pull the same trick twice here. Yeah, I,
1: I, I like our use of um, other mythological pantheons as metaphors for getting into heaven. Like, I think if you're if you're sidling up to the river Styx here in a little while, you're going to find yourself a little shortchanged for the ferryman. Okay? Yeah,
0: yeah. Charon's going to be like, "Sorry, where's the boat?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly right. Oh dear. All right, one last advice question, Dennis. And this one, this is a bloody weird one. So go ahead.
1: Yeah, um, an individual 01 writes in and says, I have a friend who hates Militia Bugler. Bugler? I think he lost to it in Unlimited one time. Any, Anyway, he saw... Sorry, any time he saw one of my friends play it, at the time we played casual, unsleeved Magic the Gathering, disgusting, uh, he would take it, tear it up, and eat it. Furthermore, disgusting. Okay, all
0: right. That's a very. That's not right the response I was
1: expecting. At some point, we just started bringing Militia Bugler to his house to placate his hunger. We're still good friends. Ronnie, right, have you ever eaten a Magic card?
0: No, I punished a precinct captain by putting it into a... um. Uh, I played it, it was this dumb like tokens-ish deck back in um, Return of Ravnica Standard for a while before I played Bent wolf Run. Um, and it had Priest and Captains and I could just never attack with it. Like I'd play it and then play it 3, got three, got three like, off, yeah. just never got off. So one time I was so frustrated with this that I, I punished one by getting it out and putting it in a, in a, in a glass of water. Mm. Um, didn't work out well. I think if I put that in a U-Box we buy, I think Channel Fireball well, would be generously... Lightly which, played. It, it, <laughs> no, generously, I think it would be generously to put it heavily played, to be honest. It was uh, <laughs> It was an absolute mess. I don't think I've ever eaten a Magic card, no. Can't kind be of good for you.
1: Eat. I've eaten a Magic card. What have you eaten? I, eaten, I believe it was an Anthusa.
0: Anthusa? Sure oh, it's a Tess and Hero. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because
1: that card's bad. Let me make sure I'm remembering this correctly. Okay, all right. Anthusa, MTG. Yeah, I thought like...
0: I isn't just realised. Well, this isn't an advice question. No, it's just an anecdote. It's just an anecdote. <laughs> I really do enjoy. It. It's, I guess it's a power move. Bring militia buglers to this person's house just to placate his hunger. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, this I, this,
1: this this guy could be an alien, and the only way he can get back to some planet is by eating a hundred militia buglers. And you're, all you're all you're doing is forwarding his cause.
0: I like the idea that um, you know, they're there. They're, they're sitting around the slinging cardboard. That sort of stuff. It's like, oh, you guys hungry? Yeah, yeah. All right, let's um, let's get Uber Eats open. Oh, not you, Josh. We've um, we've brought. Josh's Josh,
1: like, I want to just see some militia buglers, and then Anthony leans over and is like, No, no, dude, you gotta try this place. They do foil <laughs> militia buglers. It's way better. It's yeah, way no, better. Yeah.
0: It's it's really good. Like collector booster for yeah, militia Yeah, 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 yeah. Full art, so full art. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to Scrimy River, the MTG Advice podcast, uh brought to you proudly by Channel Five or this week. No, Charizard me a river this week. No also, set no, a me a river because uh, I, yeah. I mean, something happened that kind of derailed mm-hmm. my week in a pretty big way. It, uh, mm-hmm. It's affected you mildly, very mildly. Very, yeah. mi- very mildly. Oh no, you, no, you've done some of the like emotionally, like you've done some of the heavy lifting when it's come to like supporting me.
1: Yeah, I've done some of the pretend to listen to you all at Illegal League of Legends for sure. If you want to go back well, to the, don't show say that. <laughs> What's I'm a- kidding.
0: Okay, so um, the other week Megan came off a horse.
1: Well, she comes off a horse most days of the week. You mean in a in a slightly more nature oh, than usual? Involuntarily. Be- yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: she, she came off those involuntarily. No, um, she was thrown off a horse and uh she actually injured herself quite badly. People on the on the um Discord, I've been I've been keeping people updated about her. She, she's doing fine. She's doing fine. But it was touch and go there for a while. She busted up her arm very, very badly. Broke some ribs. Punctured a lung. Um, the
1: punctured a lung is like a tier one injury when you get to the, down that list. Below. You're like broken arm. Like oh, you're like fractured. Like oh no. Punctured lung. You're like whoa. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah it sounds it sounds really bad. Um, so there was a bunch of yeah a couple of issues. She, she had to be delayed for surgery. There were a couple of other things that were going on. It was it was, it was it's been a tough week, which has meant that I haven't. Um, obviously, I was uh, you know I was away with her on on, on Monday, so we didn't go to watch Yu or anything, and. Uh, I mean, you know, whatever. It's fine. She's fine. She's fine. Long and short of it. But it has raised some- Interesting questions. Some interesting questions, I suppose. Some concerns. Now, I haven't addressed these with her, and I know she does listen to the show, so she will hear this, and maybe this will be a little precursor. This will be a way for me to sort of um, uh, cross that threshold with her. Mm. Because, Dennis, I thought she was a professional horse rider. I thought so too, dude. I, I thought, thought she. Ta- she was... I thought she taught other people how to ride horses. Like she did tell me that she would go out and like she. She her her, her business was based around being a an equestrian instructor, a riding instructor. And I would say,
1: I would say, her bread and butter yeah. involved only, you know, coming off of horses voluntarily.
0: I would say that that was the like basically what she did a hundred percent of the time. So. What I find very perplexing here is that you know she's talking this huge game about being a professional horse rider, and then she's gone and done the one thing that you shouldn't do well, when riding, riding a horse, which is not riding it anymore. Not a, like uh, quickly, very quick, quickly, <laughs> swiftly, swiftly, not riding it anymore.
1: There might be an ulterior motive here. Go on. I don't know if you want to talk about this ulterior well, motive. Uh, on the well, here's,
0: here's a couple. Of, this, this came up. This came up a couple of times with um, uh, the with, with the chat, right? 'Cause they said so there are a few things, right? I haven't shaved for a while. Dennis, you can you can see me now I've got I've got quite a quite a fair bit of stubble going on. I've got Peach you know, fries, a, yeah. a one week shadow. Um now Megan doesn't like my facial hair, right? Oh, okay. And her spending a week in hospital gave me an opportunity to grow it out. Because mm-hmm. she wasn't there whinging about kissing me feeling like, you know, she was patch a doormat. So some people in chat, they're putting two and two together. They're saying, Riley. How many? How, how, did, how much did you pay the horse to chuck her off <laughs> so you could grow the beard back? And listen, I have no comment to make. Of that, that My legal team is poring over these accusations as I speak. I'm right. The there's there's that- a charge
1: here on your account for eight, 18 sugar cubes. What's this for?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. And a bushel of oats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exactly right. But then it's interesting because some of the other chat were coming at from, from the other angle where they were saying, what is your revenge going to be? That you will that you will wreak unto this horse. You
1: have, you have to you have to defend Megan's honor to the horse. I have to
0: defend Megan's honor. I I now have to go and break the horses You are a It's arm. way
1: in it's way in your alley.
0: Um, but the the I mean Megan's fine, right? She had surgery. She'll be fine. She lost the use of a limb for a while. Obviously got busted up, that sort of stuff. A human breaking an arm or a leg, it's not great, mm-hmm. but it's not the end of the world. A horse breaking a leg, Dennis, death is sentence. quite literally it's the end of the world for the horse. <laughs> yeah. So for me to go an exact retribution upon this animal would involve probably its ultimate destruction um, um, you,
1: might, you might get some free glue out of it
0: <laughs> i'm so sorry megan i'm already in trouble with this me even talking about going and harming this horse i'm already getting in trouble for this so uh bring right, glue this, find, the you moment. might find
1: this interesting this is something moshy has brought up to me on two meetings we've had this week go on. and it's related to what you're talking about uh it was some philosophical thing he was reading about and some some anthropologists and some like archaeologists talking about like earliest mm-hmm. sign of civilization Sure. Uh, and like obviously the term civilization is a little bit open to interpretation. Mm-hmm. But what do you think the earliest like external sign of civilization that we could find in like fossils or things like tools. that would be? Tools, sure. I thought the tools too. Yeah. <clears throat> the answer they came up with was, uh, was actually very interesting. It's more poetic. I don't know how accurate it is. Go on. But it was a healed femur. Because any other pack animal, if a wolf in a pack breaks a leg, the other wolves either abandon it or eat it.
0: Oh, healed as in like H E A L, not heal as in like a fiend with a heel on it. Yeah, no, okay, no, sure, no. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah, like, yeah, 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 a broke
1: yeah. a, bro- a broken leg or arm or whatever. Yeah, that everyone else. Is like, okay, well, we'll bring you food. We'll look after yes. until you get better. Ideas. Yes, That's- actually.
0: You know what? I I I I, I think yeah, it's cool. I'd back that. I would back that. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. I like that a lot. Anyway, I want to thank everyone on, on the Discord and, you know, obviously you and everyone else, lots of other, since Jamin Toffle, other people as well, who sent in who sent well wishes to Megan. And obviously she, she's making recovery. She, she will be fine. Ultimately, she will be fine. She'll be uh, back on the horse. Soon. Well, probably not, actually. Um, well, no, not on that horse. He's gonna not be on that horse, halfway, no. Halfway, halfway, to, <laughs> halfway
1: to a print stick by now, right?
0: <laughs> oh, certainly on that horse. But um, uh, I obviously, you know, in order to speed her recovery and to show her that, you know, we sort of we all understand like where she's coming from. Um, I wrote a little song for her. I music a is the
1: best medicine after actual medicine, of course. Uh,
0: yeah, so it goes laughter, medicine, music. Mm-hmm. And so the third best medicine being music, I, uh, I wrote this little song. So please enjoy It's Not Hard to Ride a Horse. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll catch you next week. For P- more play more out, Riley. Play-, <laughs> play us out, Riley. How could you be so stupid? How could you be so dumb? It's not that hard to ride a horse, just sit there on your bum. You manage to get thrown off, you hit the ground with force Which doesn't make much sense cause it's not hard to ride a horse Not hard to ride, not hard to ride It's not hard to ride a horse Not hard to ride, not hard to ride It's not hard to ride a horse And rib cage, a punctured lung we know It's just a little weird because you said that you're a pro We know that bad things happen, you make mistakes of course But really if we're honest it's not hard to ride a horse Not hard to ride, not hard to ride It's not hard to ride a horse Not hard to ride, not hard to ride It's not hard to ride a horse We hope you're feeling better Can't be too bad at all To lie around in bed all day With servants at your call You long to ride for you'll do it in due course. Just please try to remember it's not hard to ride a horse. Not hard to ride, not hard to ride. It's not hard to ride (laughs) a (laughs) horse. It's not hard to ride a horse.